The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I'm coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne, up in the northeast corner of England. Today is Wednesday, May the 24th, and we are here to have a look at 10 games of MLB action on Thursday, May the 25th. My partner in picks this very evening is none other than Mr. Dylan Rockford. D-Rock, how are you doing? What's going on, Malcolm? Good to be with you. Uh, not the best start to the day. We had some day baseball today. I love day baseball. Uh, I My most confident play, the Diamondbacks, man. They were up, what, 5 nothing, and then what a collapse by the Snakes. So uh, tough one there. Uh, White Sox, they continue to roll as well. They beat the Guardians, but I did get there on the under for the Astros and Milwaukee Brewers. So one and two day. Yeah, um, I was just all ready uh, to come on here and start flexing about my four and five start with my lock and dog hitting. And then the D-backs went and done me over. So it is now a three and uh, three out of five. Uh, but my lock and my dog still hit. I think uh, some of the commenters in the section are already uh, clinking glasses. That we did pick a few TBDBJs in there. Uh, Blaine is in. Good evening, Blaine. I had a little chat with Blaine on Twitter. Uh, earlier this week and matey with the name that no one can pronounce the gibberish Via Tajoni uh, after he's the Mets fan Dylan you told him not to go to City Field last week um, so yeah TVDBJs had the two in one afternoon um, but yeah I would be four and five but the D-backs blew it so still in profit and it's not very often that the day's ball games have finished and we can flex on um, a lock and a dog so I did my usual deal I got in the bath <laughs> it's half past five um, made sure all the kids were alive and then went and got in the bath listened to a little bit of the Rangers Pirates game where I took the under um, and that looked a bit raw because it was 3-2 after two innings uh, but it finished 3-2 so the under cashed in that one um, then for my uh, luck was the Astros and Brewers under nine and a half finished 4 nothing because we really liked myself and Moonaf last night uh, like um, Bilak and Adrian Hauser. Um, and that number was just far, far, far too high. And we got that one right. And then the, I've switched over from the Rangers and the Pirates to listen to the White Sox and the Guardians. The White Sox were my dog. And Michael Kopech, I feel like I handicapped this game to within an inch of its life last night. Michael Kopech put on an absolute clinic. Um, he just kept throwing his fastball and Cleveland couldn't hit it. Therefore, he just kept throwing it. Uh, pretty straightforward sometimes. You don't have to be too cute. If they can't hit your fastball, keep throwing your fastball. Um, it's not that complicated a game. And the Guardians, I noticed yesterday, are 30th in OPS um, on this season. The worst team in baseball. Uh, Michael Kopech tonight, seven innings pitched, two hits. No earned runs, one walk and struck out nine. Um, so absolutely... Completely and utterly uh, unplayable tonight, Michael Kopech, which was the handicap last night. We said he put it together um, in his last two starts, I think. And as much as 
kind of admire what Cal Quantrill does. I didn't think he was going to be able to live with him. And Cleveland just give you no help at all. So, yeah, happy with that one. Uh, what else happened tonight? Um, the, Gi- the Giants and the Twins went over just. Line was seven and a half, took the under, finished seven to one. So missed out by half a run. And then, like you say, the um, the D-backs were cruising. D-backs were four, uh, six, five nothing up. Um, gave away three in the sixth, two in the ninth, one in the tenth. Lost six to five. But yeah, be doing all right. Uh, getting along. Uh, who else has joined us? Riley's in there saying hello. Good evening, Riley. And Christopher Moore as well. Um, so yeah, nice to see some uh, regular faces. And then I enjoy I enjoy my days for. I've just watched a bit of Premier League as well. Um, Manchester City and Brighton. But on an exhibition, really, really good game. Finished 1-1. Um, so yeah, lots, lots to enjoy tonight. We get in a, a little 10-game card for tomorrow, but some really interesting stuff. There's two games off the board, but there's eight games we can get our teeth into. Um, I'll tell you first about Edge Boost, which you very much need to sign up for. Uh, if not, if you haven't yet, you're missing out. Edge Boost is the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Uh, similar to buy now, pay later programs, Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. Um, that's right, 0% interest on that. Simply deposit funds in your account. Edge Boost will match the deposit, so you can use double the funds on any legal sports betting site. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in advances. That's $2,500 you can add to your bankroll. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling? Call one 800 Gambling. Uh, okay, let's get into it, Dill. No days ball for me to enjoy tomorrow. Hang on, I'm, well, would help if I'm on the wrong day. Uh, yeah, I'm wrong. All the days ball, in fact, for me to enjoy tomorrow. Uh, nice and early, 12.35 Eastern. First pitch, uh, first game of the day is the St. Louis Cardinals and the Cincinnati Reds, where Miles Michaelis, goes for the cards and uh, Luke Weaver. It is Luke Weaver, isn't it? Yeah, Luke Weaver goes for the Reds. Minus 175 on St. Louis, plus 150 on Cincinnati. Total is set at 10 and a half. Dylan, you can lead us off with the cards at Cincinnati. Yeah, I took the over. I got it over at 10 a little earlier in the day. I made my total 10.6, so it's right around my number. I still lean over. You know, you got two pitchers. They give up a ton of runs. Miles Mikolas actually has been better in the month of May, but I feel like he's still good to give up three to four runs. And Luke Weaver, on the other hand, he gives four to six runs up a game per game. So Cardinals have quietly become a top 10 offense here recently. They're 6-3-1 and one toward the over their last 10 games, while the Reds at home. 15 and 11 toward the over. It's a hitter's ballpark, as we know. We got winds blowing out. First two games of this series, they went way over the total. I just think this whole series, we're going to see a lot of high scoring games. So I'm going to go over 10, 10 and a half, whatever you could get. Ah, right. Bad start here then, Dylan, because I've gone the other way. Um, oh, man. I've taken the under. I thought the 10 and a half was too high. It was 10 and a half. I handicapped it. Um, and it was really. Uh, behind uh, Miles Michaelis. I quite like him. He's, he's right, two and one on the year, but he's had a, made a good recovery, like you say. The month of May has been really good, and I think you can trust him. In fact, the, the two things, I'm, I've taken everything. I've lose team total, or a run line, 
and the sort of the under ten and a half was was a bit of an afterthought um, because I think St Louis are going to have to do most of this by themselves, which I thought that there was ten and a half. But I wouldn't put you off any combination of uh, St Louis, like I say, the team total and the run line. They've been going along nicely, and Luke Weaver just uh, isn't trustworthy. Not a very exciting game uh, to handicap, but yeah, St Louis in any in any form that you'd like to take them in that spot. Uh, this is a bit of a better game, one ten. Eastern first pitch between the Toronto Blue Jays and the Tampa Bay Rays. Alec Manoa uh, will go to the hill for Toronto and Zach Eflin pitches for Tampa. Plus 115 for the Blue Jays, minus 135 for the Rays and a total set at eight and a half. Um, Alec Manoa has a record of one and four with a 515 ERA. For me, Alec Manoa is kind of a microcosm of the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, he's untrustworthy um, and he just seems a bit distracted. Like, the Toronto Blue Jays seem a bit, little bit like like a four-year-old kid that you can just, you know, just wave something shiny or that rings a bell and they'll just go chasing it off. Like, obviously, like last night they went mad. Uh, 27 hits, I think it was. They scored 20 runs, but uh, Tampa Bay Rays were throwing out multiple position players pitching. Um, but I just don't trust the, the fundamentals of the Blue Jays at any point. And Alec Manoa seems to talk a good game, uh, but certainly hasn't demonstrated it so far this year. Um, he's uh, They've been poor against the Rays, um, poor in division. Uh, my stat of the night last night was that uh, since the start of May, the uh, Blue Jays were 1-11 against AL East opposition. That is obviously now 2-11. I uh, haven't taken that one last night. But, uh, Zach Eflin um, has been a formidable opponent. He's 6-1 and one on the year, 345 ERA. Um, he's been hittable, uh, but he's going deep enough into games that the Tampa Bay Rays lined up kind of cover him. So he'll give up a couple of runs, but then Tampa Bay are decent, and he'll end up, he'll end up 4-2 or 5-2 in front by the time... Eflin gets to the end of his six or seven innings. Um, at home, he's been outstanding as well. He has a 5-0 and record with a 240 home ERA. Uh, that's good enough for me. The Blue Jays got their one last night. I think Tampa will turn the screw on them. I just don't trust Toronto and I don't trust Manoa. Um, so minus 135. I actually thought Tampa might be a little bit of a shorter price than this. So I'm all right with this price. Uh, minus 135 for the Rays, Dylan, please. Yeah, another over for me. Uh, I was able to grab an eight earlier in the day. Still like over eight and a half. I made my total 8.8. I think you were spot on. I don't think you could honestly back Manoa in this spot. He's not looked good in the month of May. The Blue Jays have lost all four of his starts in this month. While the Rays, they've won every start Eflin has made. He's been a formidable, like you said. The more I talk about it, the more I really want to be on the Rays, especially since the Blue Jays blew up and they scored all those 20 runs the other night. So Rays crush right-handed pitching. I think we see a bunch of runs in this game. So I agree with you. I would take the Jays at this price. Minus 130 seems uh, short. I made them on minus 160 favorite, so I think it's good value there, and I also like the over. Yeah, Christopher in the chat saying that um, Eflin's expected measures um, reckon there's even more improvement to come out of him, so um, uh, even more reason to like Eflin tomorrow. Uh, Captain Sino has arrived. Uh, $1 fine for being late, Captain. Sticking in the, uh, stick it in the pot. 
Um, good evening to you. Nice to have you with us. We haven't got the uh, Yankees yet. In fact, the Yankees aren't playing tonight, mate. Oh, yes, they are. We'll get the Yankees in a little while. Don't worry. Um, 310 Eastern first pitch. Uh, Miami Marlins at the Colorado Rockies. We have Braxton Garrett for Miami, left-handed pitcher, and lefty Kyle Freeland goes for Colorado. It's close on the books. Miami are a road favourite, minus 120. Colorado, even money, plus 100. Total is at 10 and a half, Dylan. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Rockies. Give me the home puppy. I made him a minus one thirty favorite with Kyle Freeland on the bump. You want to back Kyle Freeland at home and not on the road. His last two starts at home, eleven innings. He's given up zero runs, only one walk. The Rockies won both of those games as well. And the Rockies, they've won the first two games in this series, and I think they're the better hitting team, especially at home. I think they have the pitching advantage with Freeland over uh, Braxton Garrett. The Fish, they've lost four of the last five games. Not really playing good baseball right now and i think we see another close game but i think the rockies should be the favorite i made him a minus 135 favorite so i'm gonna i'm gonna take the home puppy here yeah i mean never really want to back miami always want to have a look at colorado at home um kyle freeland was going really well and was kind of the talk of the town until last time out uh, when he blew up and he has been good at home as well uh braxton garrett has been uh, great in his last two starts and good on the road. I quite like the under here, uh, 10 and a half. Um, the fact that both pitchers can pitch in this environment, I think is important. And Miami never score a, a shit ton of runs, as we discuss on a nightly basis. So, so 10 and a half might just be a little bit too high. Um, and I think Freeland can get it back at Coors Field. Limit Miami. Um, I like Colorado. I would prefer them over Miami. Um, but I will take the under 10 and a half as my bet. Next is a 4.05 Eastern first pitch between the San Diego Padres and the Washington Nationals. Left-handed pitcher Blake Snell draws the start for San Diego and Cole, uh, Cole Irvin will go for Washington. Minus 175 on the Padres, plus 150 on the Nationals. Total is set at nine and a half. Um, Blake Snell, one and six with a 5.40 ERA. Um, pretty dire numbers from Blake Snell and kind of fully deserved. He, he's bored me to death for about three years now. Um, level five ERA in his last five starts, 503 on the road, 593 against NL East. It's just nothing in there. Like you try and find an angle into Blake Snell, think I can take him because of this, I can take him because of that. And you can't, there's nothing in there. Um, He's walked two, four, and three batters in his last three starts, so you could maybe take a walk prop if you could find a, uh, a one and a half or maybe a two and a half. Um, Cole Irvin has pitched 13 innings and given up 15 runs, uh, so not a stellar uh, set of figures for Cole Irvin there either. His last appearance was out of the pen, um, and he's now back as a starter. You're going to get four innings max out of him, that's about it. So it's it's hard to pick a side here because it's just mayhem. It's really, really ugly. Um, the key number for me is that the Nationals are hitting 299 against left-handed pitching, uh, which is a big old number. There's a lot of question marks here. Uh, Juan Soto's going along better for the Padres. He's been a lot more aggressive at the plate. Trying to find a bet was tricky. My bet is going to be a Washington team total. Um, so with the total here at nine and a half, 
and the Padre is a prohibitive favourite. What, Washington? Three and a half, maybe Dylan, if you're lucky, or four and a half. But I think Washington could get to Snell. Everyone can get to Snell and Washington hitting lefties. So uh, Washington team total would be the way I would go on this one. Yeah, the, the saying is great minds think alike. That's exactly my play. Nationals team total over three nice. and a half, even four. Uh, team total I made for the Nationals 4.3. So if you're able to even get a three and a half, four, I like it. Why the hell is Blake Snell almost a $2 favorite? I just I don't understand it. Nationals rake against lit lefties and Snell and the Padres have lost every start he's made on the road. Uh, Irving, he hasn't been the best pitcher either, but man, this line doesn't feel right. On principle, I feel like I have to take the Nationals at plus 160. I only made the Padres a minus 145 favorite, but a play I really like is exactly what you said. I'm going to take the Nationals team total. I think they could get a couple runs off the bullpen and off of Blake Snell. Uh, there is a groundswell of support. Uh, a snowball is rolling through the comments section of fading the Rays. Everybody wants to fade the Rays. Uh, TV DBJ started and uh, Siva, Svai, Sevatar has, has joined in. Chris has joined in. Captain Sano is on board. Uh, everybody's fading the Rays. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Um, Lane's joined us. Good evening, Lane. How are you doing? Uh, where shall we go next? 6.40 Eastern, first pitch. Um, the Chicago White Sox at the Detroit Tigers. Lucas Giolito for the White Sox. And Alex Fajardo, uh, one of Noah's favourites, goes for the Detroit Tigers. Minus 135 on the White Sox. Plus 115 on Detroit. Total is 8.5, Dylan. Yeah, I can't believe it, but I'm actually going to take a flyer on the White Sox. Uh, the Tigers, they've lost every star Fado has made on this season. And Giolito hasn't, hasn't been terrible in the month of May. He's only allowed more than two runs one time this month, and that was the game at home, not on the road. So Tigers, they're only hitting 228 off of righties. And the White Sox, they've kind of find their stride a little bit. Three, uh, seven and three in their last 10, and they're finally hitting the ball. They scored six runs today. They beat the Guardians. They shut them out. I think this is a good spot for the White Sox. Uh, I got him at minus 135. I only made him a minus 140 favorite, so it's getting up there in price. But going to cross my fingers and take a flyer with the White Sox. Um, 100%. Again, Dylan, totally agree with you. I was just trying to do some uh, rudimentary maths in my head there, but it didn't work, so I'll leave that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the White Sox have been okay. I put them in timeout a few weeks ago, but I've been happy to back them. Locked them up tonight. Um Bats were still scuffling along a little bit, uh, caught a couple of breaks, but eventually got it done against the Guardians. And this is kind of the White Sox MO at the minute. Um, they are not going well against teams that are over 500. So they struggle with the good teams, uh, but they are staying alive by beating these poor teams. And Detroit very much come into that um, category. Um, Gilito is pitching well. Uh, Alex Fajardo is okay. I mean, yeah, he's got maybe a little bit of upside, but it's it, it's slow in showing itself. He's 0-2 on the year. Um, I'm happy with the White Sox, the way they're going at the moment. Um, and minus 135 seems like a reasonable price uh, to take the White Sox in this spot for me. Okay, I will tell you next about... Uh, let's have a look. We've got a Shady Rays and Shady May. Uh, seven days left of Shady May. Shady Rays teaming up with SGPN. Uh, for Shady May, not only to get an amazing 50% off, but a chance to win $500. Shady May's got you covered. 
from the sun to the slopes with their premium polarised shades, customisable snow goggles, etc. Uh, durable frames, clear optics, um, and the outstanding offer that if you lose or break them, even on day one, they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. If you don't love them, you can exchange them or return them for free within 30 days too. Uh, so there's no risk. Shady Rays has your back when you shop with them. And for our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered from Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. Go to shadyrays.com. Use the code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarised sunglasses. And remember, May is almost over. Make sure to take your receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. Okay, I need to... I looked at the standings there, so I'm going to have to get back onto my uh, schedule page before I can tell you our next game. Um... You need a new laptop. I need. I, I certainly do need a new laptop, mate. I need, need to pick some winners first so I can <laughs> um, pay for one. This is still the Matt Breeder laptop. What about um, the Premier League? You guys are giving out winners left and right. Yeah, that is true. Um, I know it's finishing on Sunday. It's the last. Um, oh. It's the last day of the Premier League on Sunday, so it's a bit of a. And there's nothing not much up for grabs anymore as well. It's not really very exciting. Everything's been settled. Uh, so it's a bit of a bit of an anticlimax, really. Um, Damn, Insano um, in the chat is calling you a buffoon. Captain Sano is he's quick on that buffoon trigger. I think he's got it. Uh, he sets a, a reminder just to call me a buffoon. I want to show he's right. Like I've got, I've got no defence uh, whatsoever. But I feel like I've talked football too much since uh, Newcastle qualified for the Champions League. I've mentioned it every ten minutes, so I was determined not to mention it tonight. But you've just made me. Uh, so there you go. Look at that. Uh, Matt, uh, Best Buy is having a 20% off on Mac products. Do you have okay. Best Buy's in, in the UK? No. Oh. Is that TVB, TVG yeah. offering to send me one, do you think? Oh, Did- I mean, he's he just he just hit on uh, the Philly, so I think he got Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, I'll DM you my address, Trev, <laughs> and you can, uh, you can do me a favor. In the long term, it's going to save you time because uh, you don't have to wait for me to load pages up all the time. Um. Right, I'm ready to go now, though. 7.05 Eastern first pitch is the Baltimore Orioles at the New York Yankees. Uh, Kyle Gibson for Baltimore and Clark Schmidt for the Yankees. Plus 110 on the O's, minus 130 on the Yankees. Total is set at nine. Um, Kyle Gibson, five and three, 4.27 ERA. And you all know that he was part of my old guy fade. And I think I've got him right. Um, I am happy with the old guy fade. I am happy to keep fading him. He was good at the Blue Jays last time. I'll give him that. But that was by far the best of his road starts. I think that was an outlier. Um, And I've already said I don't trust the Blue Jays. Um, Clark Schmidt is inconsistent. Um, he does have one start against Baltimore where he went three and a third, gave up four earned um, on five hits. This has got to look a bit of a shootout about it, um, really. And if that's the case, I mean, Andy Rizzo is absolutely raking for the Yankees. Aaron Judge has hit eight home runs in his last nine. Um, and I just say, I think with a little bit of home advantage, uh, Schmidt has the edge over Gibson for me. Um, and the minus 130 price is okay. But my pick is going to be a first five over. I think we can see some runs off both here. Um, they, like I say, got, a, got the look of a shootout about it. Uh, so I'll take the over in the first half, please. Uh, 
Yeah, this one was tough to handicap. I do lean Yankees at home. I'm not the biggest Clark Schmidt guy, but Insano is right. His last three starts, he's actually pitched a little better. Take away the seven-run game against the best-hitting team, Tampa Bay Rays. He's been all right, and the Yankees have won those games as well. You know, his uh, he, he only lasted three innings the last time against the Orioles, like you said, but that was on the road, so being back home, I think it should help him. I do like him over Kyle Gibson. He gives up a lot of hard contact and runs on the road and Bronx is a little league field so I think it's a high scoring game as well I set my total at 9.4 I think the Yankees bat should stay hot in this one eight and two in their last 10 I they, they deserve to be the favorite I'll take the short price with the Yankees at home um I've taken you know when I go to bed and I always listen to a game I always put one headphone in and listen to a game. And not often I would bounce around between the games. Now, I know Captain Insane was accused of being a Yankees podcast um, here. But I've tended now to put the Yankees on the comedy because it starts at midnight. But do you know, what's the name of the lady who commentates on the Yankees calls? Dylan, do you know? She called Nancy something. Uh, I thought it was Martha. Uh, something like that. Um, someone in the chat should know. So I'll tell you why I listen to the Yankees um, because she gives out all the other scores. She does the out of town scoreboard like every two or three minutes and nobody else does. So I can lie in bed and I'm getting the call for a game, but then I'm getting all the other bits. I don't know why you don't do that in the States. No one else goes around the ground. They might do it maybe once an hour or something. Um Oh, see Captain Seedos in, she's the worst. I think she's great because she keeps me informed, Captain. That's what I need when I'm drifting in and out of consciousness. Uh, so, yeah, the Yankees radio call gets my vote uh, because it keeps me up to date with the other scores where um, where none of the others... Ca Captain Seedos doesn't like her accent. That's a bit harsh. Uh, we don't criticise people's accents on this show. Uh, otherwise... Meredith. Uh, Meredith. Meredith. Okay. Uh, I can't pronounce the last name, but... <laughs> yeah, uh, I think her name's Meredith. She's uh, a sight for sore eyes, I would say. She's not the. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Susan, Susan Walderman. Susan. Look, Meredith. Uh, uh, yeah, know. it is he's Susan. The he's the Yankee fan. He would know. Yeah, it is Susan. Well, that's, yeah, I like Susan. Uh, I I'm a fan. I don't like that name, though. <laughs> you don't like what that what name? Susan. Ugh, it's like What's Sue. That? A boy named Sue. Uh, yeah, I bet you've never heard of that song either, Dylan, have you? Never heard of it. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. We have our, Every time me and Dylan do a show, we find a reference that Dylan doesn't get. Uh, Johnny Cash, a boy named Sue. We need to make, I make a playlist of all these great songs that you've never heard um, for, you to, for you to get onto. Um, we've got four games left here, um, and two of, the one, two of these are the ones that are, that are off the board, unfortunately. The next one is one of those. It's the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, at the Atlanta Braves, where Aaron Nola uh, goes for the Phillies. And uh, Atlanta have officially a TBD pitcher, and I couldn't find anything at all here. So um, do you have anything? Did you make any lines, Dylan, on this at all? No, I couldn't get a picture for the Atlanta Braves. I did see that uh, Aaron Nolan's going, but uh, uh, yeah, no no lines. I, I didn't know who's pitching for the Atlanta Braves, so... Yeah, it looks like we're going to have to skip past that one. The Phillies are struggling, though. Um I don't know in what situation I have to take uh, the Phillies. I mean, they got away with it tonight. They've got that comeback win. But, Braves um, are too, that? though. Yeah, fair enough. Um, the Phillies, what, was 7-12 and 12 
um, in their last 19 before that um, little comeback win tonight. But yeah, I'd, I'd be out on the Phillies until further notice. Um, TV DBG has just brought up Susan Boyle in the comments. Now, that's a pretty British reference, I think. I didn't know you had Susan Boyle in America. Um, but yeah, I haven't heard her name mentioned uh, for a long time. Christopher's bringing up the uh, the bloke from the Oakland A's. Um, we don't need to he get into that. He did get the boot. I thought he was a bit unlucky. Do you not? I, I mean, we don't have to get into it, but I was we don't have to get into it. We're on, we're on thin ice still in, but yeah, yeah me and you was it not, was it not just a little slip in the tongue? Unless I've missed something. I only saw, I watched it once. I thought, oh yeah, I understand what's happened there. He meant to say that, and he said I, that. Yeah, I know what he meant to say, but I understand the other side where that just can't happen. But I, I don't know. It, I, I don't even want to say anything, to be honest. Yeah, it's a, yeah, that's fair enough. Let's talk about yeah. Susan Boyle, etc. Um, okay, let's go back to the top of the page. I remembered uh, the New York Mets at the Chicago Cubs is a seven forty. Eastern first pitch, Carlos Carrasco for the Mets and Jameson Tyone for the Cubs. Uh, minus 105 uh, for the Mets, minus 115 on the Cubs. No total, obviously waiting for the Chicago win to get involved. Um, this is, a, what a great matchup. This is, Tyone has an ERA of 8.1 um, and it's not the worst ERA of the two pitchers because Carlo Carrasco <laughs> comes in with an 0-2 record and an ERA of 8.68. Um, so Carrasco pitched three games in April, uh, then became injured. He's had one game back, um, but there was nothing really to recommend him in that one either. Um, not giving up loads of hits, but he's getting punished for everything he does give up. Uh, two games started at the Cubs in his career, obviously we, we normally mention this with it being a, a unique environment, 12 innings pitched and only three earned runs given up there. Um, Tyone has been in absolute shambles. His last few starts have gone two and a third, two and two thirds, and then three innings and given up six, four and four earned runs. Two multi-home run games. Now there's an angle in, especially with a little bit of wind blowing out. Uh, Peter Alonso might be your man uh, for a home run prop tomorrow. Um, Christopher Morell is uh, on a right old streak uh, for the Cubs. He's had five consecutive uh, homers in five consecutive games. He's got 12 consecutive games with a hit and an RBI. Um, so Morell's breaking all kinds of records. And both teams relatively consistent against right-handed pitching. I just like you have to take either overs, or first five overs, or team total team totals on both. I think you might be all right because you lit one uh, and you very well might it too. So uh, give yourself a chance. But I couldn't think of anything else apart from runs here. And like I say, maybe play some home run props for, for a bit of fun as well. Yeah, Chris Morrell's been absolutely on fire. Total bases, uh, hit, um, run, and RBI probably could get that as well. But he's been on fire. Mets going back to their losing ways. What else is new? Uh, I knew it was too good to be true after that winning streak five in a row going on the road. They couldn't win. So Carlos Carrasco, he's not backable in any shape or form. In his first game back last week, he let up five runs and in five innings to a Guardians team that is probably my 
might be the worst hitting team. So this Cubs team's offense, I know they're struggling, but they're still top 10 offense. I think they're going to crush Carlos Carrasco. I made the Cubs a minus 130 favorite. I know the Cubs have literally lost every star Tyon has made this season, but I just trust the bats more for the Cubs in the, in this game against the Mets. They got to win one of his starts eventually perfect game tomorrow give me the cubs uh, i like the over two uh i actually see sevens popping up on fan duel so a seven just seems very worth um sure while we're talking about the mets dylan um you had your very funny rant last week uh set them on a little winning run but christopher is asking in the um channel possibly tongue-in-cheek whether the mets are a buying club or a selling club at the trade deadline you got to think they're going to be buyers to try to turn this thing around, especially with uh, Uncle Steve, with the amount of money. He has to do something because last time I was at the game, they were chirping at his uh, press box all the way up. They said, we got the most payroll. We got the highest payroll in the league. And we got, got we're trotting Davis and Robertson out. Tommy Fan in the, in the outfield. Did you see that dropping the ball? No. Like I said, why the hell is this guy in batting fifth? They, I, I know they they had they went on a five game running spree. I'm not going to go on another ramp, but why the hell is Daniel Vogerback still batting? I, yeah, I, it's just it's ridiculous. Uncle Steve, he won't. He's a fan. He's like Dan Schneider. He's not going to go out there and not try and buy a championship. So I think he's going to try his best to try to turn this thing around and buy a championship. But we saw last time the Mets tried to buy a championship in '92 or something. It was one of the worst seasons in, in uh, Mets history, so I, I have no faith. Still, still got no. Uh, they have got this. They've got the boost from the baby Mets, haven't they? Uh, the three have come up: uh, Vientos yeah, like and is it Alvarez. What's his name? Alvarez. Yeah, yeah Francisco Alvarez. Yeah. He's actually pitched better. Uh, not pitched. He's actually hit better in the month of uh, May, and we called up Gary Sanchez. Yes. I am pleased about that because I had Gary Sanchez somehow on quite a few of, quite a few of my best ball teams. Um, and I was looking through them all last week and I was like, why did Gary Sanchez, he's had the little green flag next to him, um, you know, and that he's been in the minors. And then all of a sudden, uh, Gary Sanchez was back. Um, if you haven't heard uh, last night, myself and Muna uh, joined Sean and Ryan, talked a bit of baseball. Baseball, Sean, uh, was out in force. And we had a look back over some of our... Um, uh, divisional picks and player props, uh, player awards uh, for the season. And uh, my Brett Beatty called, Dylan. Do you remember Brett Beatty? I put up at 100 to 1. 100 Start. to 1, yep. Yeah. Uh, 10 to 1 now, Brett Beatty for NL Rookie of the Year, third favourite. Um, so, yeah, happy with that one. Um, but, yeah, the, the baby Mets, I've given them a little boost, but you do think with um, younger players that it is, they are going to be very, very streaky. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't put much faith in the longevity of that that bounce back for them. I mean, if this um, hundred to one ticket cashes on Brett Beatty, you got to get a new laptop. If uh, if Brett Beatty wins, I'll yeah, hundred uh, percent. I'll put, I'll have a team of experts maybe sitting behind me. I won't be put <laughs> on my own laptop. A team of experts involved. Um, Seven forty Eastern first pitch is the penultimate game. On the show, uh, the San Francisco Giants take on the Milwaukee Brewers. This is another game that is off the board. Um, pitching shenanigans. I handicapped um, Alex Logan Webb um, earlier on for the Giants. 
I am now seeing Scott Alexander literally in the last 10 minutes. Also the left-handed pitcher for the Giants. I saw Eric Lauer for the Brewers. I don't see anything now for the Brewers. So I've got nothing else to add. Um, Giants, Brewers, it's your game, Dylan. But can you tell us anything about it? Uh, I mean, I I didn't have anything because I didn't have a pitcher for the Brewers. I did see Logan Webb, but like you mentioned, now I'm seeing Scott Alexander. He is 4-0, but got to give credit to Milwaukee. You know, they shut out the Astros, a very good team, two games in a row. Maybe you want to look towards an under for the for these teams so uh, maybe that's how i kind of would play it but depending on the opening line i, I gotta see who's going for both of them yeah i mean i keep getting the giants wrong so i'm not too unhappy to see no lines on this because whatever i take um it's always wrong did i have them locked up last night against um the yeah the, under. the twins yeah the bloody bailey over they went and duffed up bailey over um, for the uh, the Tuesday night games, and then and then today they've they've cost me by half a run. Um, Michael Conforto, ex Met, you're probably happy to see him. Um, he's gone back to back homers in the last couple of nights. He's hitting really well, so nice to see him get a little bit of form. But other than that, um, not an awful lot. Uh, Christopher likes the Giants. If Lauer uh, is indeed going for the Brewers. Okay, last game here is the 9.40 Eastern first pitch between the Oakland Athletics and the Seattle Mariners. Left-handed pitcher J.P. Sears goes for the A's and Logan Gilbert will draw the start for Seattle. Plus 195 on the Athletics. Seattle are minus 233 and the total is seven and a half. Um, Oakland finished within one of Seattle. That's kind of like their, that them winning, I've, I've decided. If they can... Like you, you can't back them on the money line. If you can get a run line win out of Auckland, uh, that's kind of the equivalent of them getting a W on the board. Um, JPCS, his numbers are 0 and 3, 499 ERA. But actually, I think they belie his ability. Um, his April ERA was 623, his May ERA is 357. Um, and that includes, uh, start at the Yankees where he went for three dingers. Um, he had a great start at Houston uh, last time. Six innings pitched, four hits and uh, four hits scoreless against Seattle. At Seattle JP Sears. Um, Logan Gilbert is consistent. Uh, every start, five or six innings pitched, two or three earned runs. Um, in that same game on the 3rd of May, he pitched for the Mariners, gave up two earned runs through six. I don't see why you don't see the same game here. Um, I'd go with the first five under. Sears can hold Seattle for a little bit. He still aren't hitting great. Um, and then they'll probably give it up later on. Um, and Gilbert will be fine. So yeah, this might be two to one or something uh, through the first five. So we can squeeze and buy half a run. But I'll go for a, a tight a tight one early on here. Yeah, I can't believe I was able to get even money earlier in the day with the Mariners on the run line. I took that. I also like the over seven and a half. I made my total 8.5. We didn't get there on the over last night, but I said it a few pods ago. I'm not a big believer in JP Sears. 6.75 ERA on the road. The long ball is an issue for him. He's given up 20 runs in 26 innings. I can't get behind the A's. They're the worst team in the league. Uh, also, you were talking about uh, a walk prop earlier. Maybe look towards a Gilbert walk prop under. He hasn't allowed more than two walks in any one of his starts. 
Uh, I like him. I think he should be able to limit the A's. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to go on the over. I like the over, and I also took the Mariners on the run line to get it done at home. Okie doke. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, has got us through those 10 games. Pretty brief. Hey, Mega Dylan always. Uh, quick, we work fast, Mega Dylan. Uh, the pitch clock, um, I think, has affected our pace of podcasts in 2023. Um, but yeah, there's only 10 games and two of them were off the board. So pretty rapid. Lock and dog time, Dylan. Um, I initially had the... I wanted the Giants um, against Lauer, but... That's all gone up in the air. So I've had to call an audible and scribble that out. But you can lead us off uh, with your lock and dog picks. Okay. So for my dog, I'll start with my dog. I'm going to take the Rockies at home. I mean, I think they should be the favorite, to be honest. Kyle Freeland at home. He's been great. I don't want to trust Braxton Garrett on the road as well. Fish, four of the last five they've lost. Uh, I think this should be a close one, but I like the hitting of the Rockies at home. I'm going to take them as a home dog. And for my lock, I was going back and forth uh, for the same game. Blue Jays, Rays, I like the over, but the more you were talking about, the more I like the Rays on the money line. I think – I don't know if they're regressing like a lot of people in the chat are saying. I just think they're – cooling down just a tad because we didn't expect him to stay that hot for the whole season. So can't back Alec Manoa in this spot. Zach Eflin has been formidable. So Rays, they crush right-handed pitching. I'm going to take the Rays at the short price as my lock. Um, Yeah, I refuse to be bullied by these people in the the comment section, Dylan. I would rather uh, live on my feet than die on my knees. So I'm going to take... um, the Tampa Bay Rays, same as you behind Zach Eflin, minus 135. And for my dog, and there's a lot of people in the comments throwing out the Rockies, even money against Colorado. Um, I'm going to go with the Nationals, plus 150. I understand that Cole Irvin might give up a gazillion runs, uh, but Blake Snell might give up a gazillion and one, and therefore Washington will win. Um, the well, plus 150. And this is going to be in the game. They're hitting well at Washington. Doing all right, you know. The uh, I watched a little piece this afternoon on the Soto trade and what the Nationals have um, got back for it. And basically, one Soto has paid for this Nationals rebuild, and they're a little bit further along the line than people think, and they're going to be uh, decent um, quicker than I think people give them credit for. Uh, yeah, Snell's just going to give you a chance tomorrow. So yeah, give me the Nationals at a price of plus one fifty. Um, Dylan, anything else you need to tell us about before we let the good people go? No, just, uh, you know, for the great review, tell a friend to tell a friend, and, you know, follow along. Uh, I think me, Mal, and uh, Moonoff, I think it'll be a three-guy tomorrow, maybe. But, uh, yeah, other than that, thank you guys. In the chat, it's been buzzing today. It has been buzzing today, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you something exciting, Dylan. I booked a holiday yesterday. Oh, nice. Where are you so going? Next, next Wednesday, I'm off to Mallorca. The nice Spanish island of Mallorca. So I'll be there in my speedos next week so you won't hear my voice Morocco. for a few nights. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I will send you the details. You're very, very welcome. Uh, the kids in the IT department. and uh, Yeah, looking forward to a few beers uh, and a little bit of sunshine. Is that um, technically Africa? No, it's uh, it's Spain. It's 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 a Spanish island, but yeah, it's kind of halfway stuck right in the Mediterranean between Spain and Africa. 
Nice. I'm thinking about booking a trip uh, in July for my birthday. Have you ever been to Minnesota? No, I haven't been to Minnesota. What's in Minnesota? 10,000 Lakes. It's the state of 10,000 Lakes. It is the state. Yeah, I've seen the jacket. They've got the jacket, haven't they? The home run jacket. Yeah. Uh, is the state of 10,000 Lakes. Okay, so what when, What do you do on these lakes? She can do anything you want. The, the world is as big <laughs> as you want it. Uh, we can go swimming. We can rent uh, kayaks. Uh, wakeboarding is sick up there. I want to go see Lake Superior. And they're about an hour or two from Ontario, Canada. So... Uh, yeah, I might do that. There's a bunch of uh, lighthouses that are pretty sick. It's a lot of cool views in Minnesota. Uh, probably go see a Twins game. You know. Nice. The, the mall, they have Mall of America. I don't know if you've ever heard of that as well. It's like one of the biggest malls. <laughs> Sounds awful. Uh, <laughs> Cap- <laughs> Captain Cedo say that Minnesota is uh, just like um, Mallorca. Anyway, fun and games. Cheers, everyone. Yeah, you're right. The chat has been buzzing tonight. Uh, and it makes my heart leap with joy. Uh having a little bit of banter with all you boys every night. Uh, good fun. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, appreciate it, Dylan. Thanks for all your graft and your handicapping. Um, yeah, the Nationals. I am the Nationals whisperer, going to lane. So we're going to get it done. Uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow, uh, some variation of the squad. Uh, good luck with your bets. I'm going to go and watch another couple of hours uh, baseball before I get Susan uh, to whisper me to sleep, um, as per usual. Um, back tomorrow. Until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers.